Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Teddy Bridgewater looked terrible in the Detroit Lions' second preseason game. Why you shouldn't care. And a shout out to everyone's favorite unsung hero on the Lions' defensive line. See you after the jump. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Look, I'm not going to sugarcoat this at all. Uh, The Lions offense has looked, frankly, terrible in these preseason games. Uh, without a return TD, they would have had one meaningless fourth quarter touchdown in the first game, and they really couldn't sustainably move the ball against the Jaguars until the threes were in. Uh, particularly notable was the performance of a franchise savior. See these eyes roll. See the eyebrow raising. Teddy Bridgewater. So, if Bridgewater isn't an improvement over Nate Sutfeld, The Lions wasted money on a backup who can't play, right? Same old, no, 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 stop. Be better than that, or go call 97-1 and have that conversation. I'm sure someone wants to somewhere, but it's not me, and it's not here. Teddy Bridgewater has basically had no practice with these receivers, and I think I've said enough times that you should be on board with the idea by now that the Lions' second-string offensive line is having some issues being productive. What you need to watch is the decision-making. Can we all agree that Teddy Bridgewater is capable of throwing a football? If not, just click next. Like We're far enough into this at this point that uh, you clicking next isn't really hurting our algorithmic performance by leaving, and it's not really my goal to waste your time. So if you're going to dispute established fact... Move on and save us both the times. For you audio podcast listeners, know that I make these for YouTube and you're getting the audio feed of a YouTube video. There are going to be animated visual aids that I'll be discussing in the future. Uh, You might want to consider switching to the medium that is the source of 100% of any revenue that I could ever possibly. Because friends, Jeff can have your ear holes every week. I'm coming for your eyes. Anything that gets in your ears is just a sticky bonus. Now that we've established that, Teddy can throw the ball. He's going to need time to develop the chemistry with his receivers that he has at his disposal. Nobody expects Brock Wright to come out of a break quickly, 
He's the blocking tight end, so he's a lumbering oaf with ham hocks for hands and bratwurst for brains, right? No, we saw last year, that guy can move. It just doesn't seem like he should, and it doesn't really look like he's moving that fast. But when he's moving, if you time it, he is actually pretty quick. These two guys have probably worked that pattern together less than 10 times, most of which would have been against air. Teddy was making the right reads, he was just missing receivers, which is a timing issue, and that'll go away as he gets the three T's necessary for any group activity to go smoothly. Yes, I'm stealing some corporate speech for the YouTube channel. Yes, I am slightly disgusted with myself. Anyway, time on task together. Nicely alliterative. Very applicable to this situation. Time and quarterbacks, as the Lions have nothing but, as soon as they inevitably cut Adrian Martinez, which is where this is going. That's what's going to happen. Anyway, time and quarterbacks need a lot of that TTT to be productive. Knowing where a receiver's going to be and when is kind of the key to playing quarterback in that style with any level of success. And right now, Teddy doesn't know where receivers will be when they run their routes on a game day. If you get that reference, you're old, like me. So if Teddy doesn't suck, why did they pull him for the two-minute drill and put Sudfeld in? Cold. Get the performance you might expect from a cold quarterback coming in to do a whole bunch of things really quickly. Well, chances are that uh, Teddy Bridgewater has run basically zero reps on the two-minute offense. If he's run any, you could probably count them on one hand. And putting him in a situation where he's going to fail is a much worse idea than in putting Nate Sudfeld in a situation where he might fail. uh, Well, frankly, by the time Sudfeld gets on the field for the Detroit Lions, the season's probably done. We're not really concerned about his confidence at this point. He's there to hold the clipboard if he's on the team at all. That's the way this is going. Uh, Whereas Teddy Bridgewater is the guy we hope where if, God forbid, Jared Goff were to get injured, Teddy Bridgewater is the only hope on this roster right now for actually winning some games. Because I know there are some people out there Man, I can't wait for Hooker to get back. And like, legitimately, he was my QB3 in the last draft. I was very excited when they drafted him. You do not want Hendon Hooker on a football field in 2023 for the Detroit Lions. That is not going to help this team win games. As, as much as I love the player, the offense he came from in Tennessee versus the offense he'll be running in Detroit... Apples and oranges, my friend. Uh, an NFL defense would eat Hendon Hooker alive right now. Healthier, no, he was going to take a year before he was going to be ready for this thing. Uh, so just take that and take it out of your brain and throw it away because it has no place in this discussion. Be a better fan than that. So shamelessly stealing old Colbert Report segments, I'm going to give the wag of my finger to the people ripping Teddy Bridgewater for his 3.4 yards per attempt. Be better than that. Or, 
pay the $5 a month to go to Detroit Lions Podcast's Patreon. I can't kick you out. It's very unlikely that I'm going to ignore you there as anyone in that Slack chat is going to tell you. For a mere $5 a month, you can come tell me I'm wrong. You can also interact with the much nicer, more pleasant folks such as Chris, Jeff, Gray, Zach, Scott, Russell. Because my likes on the comments below are hollow and empty. I'm not recognizing your point. I'm providing an interaction between a different account and this account on our YouTube channel for algorithmic purposes. And if you don't know those names yet, know that you will because we're going to be spraying your eager head holes with a veritable fire hose of content. Smile and try not to get it in your hair. My tip of the cap for preseason week two goes to one John Kaminsky, the commish. Why am I giving him the tip this week? And just the tip. Basic technique as a defensive lineman. For any high school D-line coaches watching, uh, get NFL Plus and watch the coaches tape. Pull everything John Kaminsky does to show. Just one example is his method of holding the edge in run defense without getting completely tied up in a block. I'm going to show you something here. It's going to involve me shifting my chair slightly to the side so you get a better view of this. I'm going to move for you people. Look how far I can reach with one of my T-Rex arms. Look how far I can reach with two of my minuscule little T-Rex arms. I'll pull this one out of the way so you can see how far this one goes. One. Two. One. And I'll even reach it out as far as I can there. One. Two. Still pulls back, right? For those of you on the audio podcast, I know exactly how entertaining that was. The point is that one arm sideways with your torso basically perpendicular. Yes, that is the mathematical term. Perpendicular to the blocker's chest. Reaches farther than two hands from that blocker towards you. One arm has more reach with leverage than two can. A blocker needs to use two arms to control his defender on the edge of the run. If a defender can use one arm to hold a blocker at bay, it prevents holding or even particularly effective blocking. It's something the commission can do that a lot of edges can't. This is one way that John Kaminsky, who does not have diminutive T-Rex arms, wins in the NFL. Tip my cap to you. Let's talk everybody's NFL-related favorite waste of time. No, I'm not talking about team fandom in general. I'm talking about fantasy football. Did you know that the Detroit Lions podcast every year hosts several leagues of fantasy football? You can be a part of that with us. And I do mean us. Generally speaking, we try to make sure that at least one person from the podcast is in each of these leagues. And uh, we try not to make it just me in several different leagues. 
In this year's competition, there are two tiers, and they're confusingly named, and we should probably change this next year. There is the Intermediate League. Spoiler alert, there used to be three levels. Uh, the Intermediate League. $30 entry fee. Top four teams get a prize. Prizes range from cash, if you win, to t-shirt, if you make the semifinals. Which is not that hard to do, because as I said, it's 12-team leagues, generally. That's how we try to set this up, so. Well, as many leagues as we have people enter, if that makes sense. I'm sure that it does. It's not complicated. And then we have the Champions League, which is a $50 entry fee. And has more better prizes, if that makes sense. So about one-third of the people who enter these leagues get at least a t-shirt back for their entry fee. And I think that's a pretty sweet level of turnover in terms of what percentage of people basically just get their money's worth because these shirts are about that much money anyway. Uh, anyway, go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash shop. And the one of the first links you will see is the Fantasy Football link. From there, you click that and choose which tier you'd like to. I get an email sometime in the next week or so from the day that this drops. You should receive an email if you have already purchased entry into one of the leagues. That is the time frame that we are looking at. This should come out on Tuesday, August 22nd. If you have not received an email by the 20, what would that be, 29th of August, then send an email to dlpfantasyfootball at gmail.com. That's dlpfantasyfootball at gmail.com. Again, dlpfantasyfootball at gmail.com is the email to send inquiries about whether or not your entry was sent out. We had a few people last year who just straight up after, oh, I think one person I invited to join the league nine times, and they just refused to do it. So I ended up co-managing that team. I didn't realize that I was co-managing that team because for some reason I thought that they got in. I almost won that league. <laughs> uh, apparently, the auto draft did a spectacular job. So, if you think you can do better than an auto draft, right for the picking is 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 what I'm saying right now. There's there's no reason not to go right now to DetroitLionsPodcast.com/shop. Click on the fantasy football logo and pick which of those two tiers you'd like to join. So you can play fantasy football with me, or Chris, or Jeff, or Scott, or Zach, or Russell, or Gray, depending on how many of them agree to be in leagues and how many leagues we have. There we go. I've plugged the fantasy football. Chris should be happy now. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Woo! Let's go. Woo! Come on, baby. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes! You've had enough of that shit.